You are listening to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. You know, life comes at us and there are many things that come with it, right? Uh, We've talked about things that aren't taught well. We've talked about fun things that go on in our lives. And sometimes uh, it's just time to talk about what God's doing in this moment that is something that will relate to you but is relating to us in these moments. Because I've done Bible studies, I've read books. I know, Tori, we've had many discussions about topical things that are very much a foundation in our faith that we sometimes struggle with. And so there's books and authors that'll say things. And today I really want us just to sit, and Tori's giving me a little bit of authority just to run this show a little bit today. For sure. But sit right in... What happens when you have to trust God and it literally is a daily foth, what is that word? Foth faith. It was supposed <laughs> to be faith walk. Yes. I don't know where that word came in. <laughs> You're not editing it out. I'm so sorry. Maybe you just needed that laughter. And so because of all that, I'm going to just kind of share a little bit of my life. And then also Tori had told me about one of her friends that is also dealing with just trusting in the Lord. And we thought, you know what? This is a great time Mm -hmm. to address this issue. Not even an issue, just this topic. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So here we go. I have the honor of not just being a one-dimensional person. Like, you know, most people were way more than just one dimension to our life. Mm -hmm. And I teach theater. I work at a church and I also nanny. My theater world has been something that's been a part of my life for a very long time now. I'm going on 10 years of at least being involved in it, uh, eight to nine years of teaching. And this year, uh, post-pandemic, but still in the pandemic, has been a really tough year. We had navigated the first quarantine experience at the end of one of our school years. So we did a online production via Zoom. It was weird. It wasn't as rewarding, uh, but we did it. So going into the next year, we were asked to come back to teach. Um, I happened to have the honor of teaching with my co-director named Donna. And uh, can I just say, from there on, just saying yes, it's been a roller coaster. So we said yes to teaching students, not knowing how many students we would have in our class, what that would look like, but we knew we didn't really want to go online. Um, I have the honor of teaching at a homeschool co-op that chose to be in person with restrictions and guidelines that were following what our state and government were asking of us when it comes to social distancing, masks, and things like that. And we started off in September and we were able to be in person until like November time. Then we took uh, half of November into December where we actually didn't meet with the students. Uh, When I say a theater production or a theater class, we do both. We teach the students, but we also put on a production. And we did not want to go back online, so we stopped our teaching and we just kind of met with them once and we're like, hey, when we can be back in person, we'll be back in person. We chose in the beginning of the year to do the production of Little Women by Louisa May Acott. and love it. Love, love, love the story. It yes. follows the storyline of these four March sisters, Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy, and their journey as they grow up. Well, it's a, such a cool book. It's a cool movie, and it's an even cooler play, and we are so <laughs> 
like so overjoyed by it and we've had lots of moments where we were like this is amazing at the same time we've had a lot of hardships with this year in our theater production um there were some misunderstandings between some students there were roles that we weren't able to give to people that wanted them we're not like a community theater or a professional performance agency or production show our company Mm -hmm. where we really teach everything and we learn the whole process and we do it all together so it's not like even a high school normal experience because our tech people and all our team are all one and the same when it comes to actors and tech we do it all ourselves it's just a really cool experience Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't change it dramatically just because i've seen it used in people's lives so powerfully and they learn a lot well, with that, I can't choose who comes into my class like you would with a production normally and have people audition and then like, oh, you didn't get a part by. <laughs> we actually have them come into our class and we have like guidelines of what we do for a show so that we can match the kids that are going to come in. Something that has a decent amount of lines, not too long. I'm trying to explain it all right and I don't know if it's all in order, but hopefully you can follow through if you don't already know this part of my life. And this year with Choosing Little Women, we ended up having uh, 18 students try out for roles. And we got it down that uh, we had 16 students in our class. We gave all the roles that we had. um, And we were really confident. Like Donna and I were really confident in what we had. We prayed about it. There was a lot of hardship. There was some drama in the drama theater class. (laughs) I mean, what a surprise. But truly felt led to continue on and that God was going to do something. And I was sad that there was people that got hurt. Don't get me wrong. Well, fast forward to January. We were told that we were going to go back to in-person classes. And we're like, oh, okay, we can do the performance. Like, we can move on. Like, awesome. Sweet. So we prayed about it. We're like, do we want to do this? Our performance is going to be in April. Like, is this going to even work out? And we're like, you know what? Yeah. So we both signed on in our brains. We're like, mm-hmm. whatever comes our way, if it's another shutdown, if it's more restrictions with masks, if it's these different things, like, we're doing it. We're moving forward. So then, mid-January, ooh, um, our lead male role, our the the student that played the lead role passed away unexpectedly. And um, I will just pause right there and just say, this is where the faith comes in now. Mm -hmm. This is where um, some of those things that were taught in our lives to, you know, when hardships come, have faith, hold still, God's there. This is when it really hit for me. I've had experiences where God's done great and mighty things and I've had to have faith or seen the faith of others. But nothing can can really prepare you for the shock and the loss of someone. So um, what happened with all this and, and what the story is and we're, I'm still in mid of this story and I'm still overcoming and I'm still even mourning. Um, we had to start navigating. Uh, my co-director Donna and I 
had an actual relationship with this student. Like, she drove him home from um, class sometimes, like, knows the family, and they've been involved, and I've literally taught all of their family in theater before, and I counted a huge honor, Mm -hmm. such an honor to have students in our class and get to know them, and this was a family that I just love, and I never had to be close to them, but their students, their sons, their daughter, like, have done a great job, and each time I can just see God using them in my life, but also using them in the other students that are in the production. So the passing of this, of this son, he was the youngest one in the family, hit our whole entire homeschool community. It hit like a, if you imagine a small church or a, a family, like a, mm-hmm. a group of people. And it really is devastated and just changed so many things. And there came to a point where a lot of responsibility then fell back on Donna and I in our theater production because he was the lead male role. Other students have been already acting with him. What do we do? What in the world do you do when something like this happens out of the blue and you're not expecting it and you kind of are expecting unexpected things, but never this. So this starts the journey of me in the wilderness. Imagine the Israelites. You leave one place, you feel led to go to the next spot, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in the wilderness. And my mom pulled me aside one day because I was trying to make a lot of decisions and so worried and still upset and mourning the loss and processing so many different feelings and emotions. My mom pulls me aside and she was Elizabeth. Remember the Israelites? It's actually in Exodus um, 16. I'm going to reference it again in a little bit. But she goes, remember the Israelites were wandering in the desert and then God provided manna for them. The manna he provided for them was daily. And if they got too much, it went bad. It Mm -hmm. went rancid. It got mold. It had maggots. It it just, it went bad. She goes, stop trying to get all the answers right now. You're processing a loss. You're trying to lead. And you also have these other areas of your life going on. You're still nannying. You're still at the church, you're doing all these things. Like, you can't handle it, so stop trying to. Mm-hmm. And I had to pause and pull back and go, Aah! like, Lord. Yeah. Like, okay, I know what you've said to me, and I know what I believe. Okay, so I'm going to pause. I'm going to I'm going to just get the manna for today. Lord, what is the manna for today? And it was amazing what he did with that. Um the weekend that the student passed away, mm-hmm. um, I had to teach at church, and we were speaking about how God speaks to kids, and had a story, and we had to share just the story of like God speaks to kids, and I was just out of it, and here's where that man needed to come. I'm like, Lord, I prepared for this before. Like, all, I got all this news. This isn't my theater world. So I'm, like, I'm pausing on just for a second mm-hmm. this story. This is another area of my life that is still affected by my <laughs> theater world, right? And I'm, like, I'm about to teach to a certain amount of kids. And I'm preaching. And I'm leading your, your kids towards you and telling them that they can hear from you. How do I do this? So I asked for two encouraging things. I asked, like, Lord... I need encouragement. I'm so upset and so tired and so unsure of what you want me to do next. 
And then two, I don't want to just be sharing something that isn't tangible and isn't you. So Lord, if you want these kids to know that you can speak to them, I ask that you give a tangible story that they can see or hear. So I walked into that Sunday not knowing what God was going to provide, and he did it, you guys. That's he did awesome. it. Um, I I don't know, you know, where your faith walk is as you listen to this, and maybe you've already tuned out, but I know undeniably that my God is real and that he loves me and that he is faithful. And this is just one of the areas that I get to see him do it. That morning, so tired, so exhausted, a little girl comes in. And gives me an art piece. And it could have been for anyone. You know, I don't know if, I still don't actually know if it was completely intentionally created for me or not. But she did this artwork and she happened to give it to me. And it blessed me. And then not only did it bless me, but when I pulled away and I had it in my hands, I just really was impressed that this was God speaking to that girl. So I asked her a little bit later and I was like, hey, did God tell you to draw this? And maybe, you know, I prompted her. But to tell you the truth, even if I did, her answer was yes. Aww. And it was so encouraging because in this moment where I'm looking for answers and trying to be encouraged, God brought it to me in this form of this kindergarten girl who loves him more than she ever could love me or even knows me. Mm-hmm. And because of it, he, God used that love and was like, I'm going to love on Elizabeth. I'm going to pour out my spirit. Like, I'm going to do it. And I have to pull back and go, okay, what day did I ask that for? I asked that Sunday morning, 6.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm pretty sure that girl did not draw that artwork <laughs> Yeah. at 7 or 8 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. She didn't. She had to do that in advance. And I get to see, okay, God, you provided something I didn't even know I needed. Before I even asked for it, it was already on its way. Mm-hmm. And it encouraged me. And I was like, Lord, who am I? I didn't even know my student, like the greatest. I wasn't best friends with him, all these things. But I'm mourning it. And like, who am I that you would comfort me? Who am, who am I, God? And so I've seen his faithfulness continuously since then. But of course, you know, it didn't get easier yet. oh no but he didn't leave me and here's here's where the next part comes in go back to theater now i hope you're still enjoying this and hearing hopefully i haven't lost you yet go back to theater and now we have to decide are we going to continue will we do a play that we are going to perform in april or are we going to stop so we came to four conclusions, we got all these things, and pretty soon we started marking them like, nope, to this option, nope, to this option. We got down to, we are going to do the play. When I say we got down to it, it took like four days. <laughs> and each day there was something new that God was revealing to us. Someone would talk to us, someone would pray for us. We would talk to another friend about something completely different than theater, and God would give it to us. And I can't tell you how many times I, Donna and I talked, like whether it was five minutes or three hours, like we had phone call after phone call, video chat. And all of a sudden, I got to see that manna, where when I wanted answers, I didn't always get them right then, but I got what I needed. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like the provision I was looking for because, you know, three, four weeks ago, my provision for my class was that I had all my students. Yeah. 
You know, that was God providing for me. Like he was faithful. Like I had all of them. So now what, what do I look at? Is he faithful now that I literally have one student that passed away and it's going to affect the rest of our lives? Oh, well, yeah, he is. Okay. Okay. You're faithful, God. All right. I'm going to keep on going. Mm -hmm. Oh, like you can almost even, just probably even heard my frustration in that statement of like, are you? And then going, but yeah, you are. And um, we decided to go forward. And with that, we had to tell our class. And it's not our decision to dictate their lives. They freely came and joined in and pay us to be their teachers. So we gave them the option. You can either stay or go. But just know, we all know that people grieve in different ways. And we are not upset. Like, even to this today, like, if one of the people that have been extremely affected by this scenario and then this life was to listen to this podcast, I my heart is that I've prayed for every student that's been in my class. I pray for the answers of what God's been doing. I've been seeking him, not for my own benefit, but for the benefit of others. Just, God, your will be done because it is not by my might or my power or my words that anything rests. So God, you go and comfort, you go and encourage, you build up them. So I pray that over any of them. And if you happen to be one of my students, I pray that over you. And the thing is, is we gave the option for some students to leave and four, four students left. And I'm still processing that because I, I love them even if I don't always agree with everything my students do. Mm-hmm. I love who God's provided because God provided them at some point. So I'm I'm praying for a couple of them because I know that they're hurting and that they're grieving and I don't blame them for the decision they made. And because of the decision they made, I really had to go, Donna, we got to see what God's going to do. And so here's where God starts working. Something that's impossible. How do we move on? Okay, we decide to move on. Next thing. Okay, we got to give the students the option of them leaving. What happens if they leave? Do we still do it? Yeah, we do. Okay, so they did leave. What do we do? And now I'm in this place where God has provided out of the five roles that we needed to, to fill. In the moment of us recording, right now as we record, I have three of those roles filled. I do not know how the other two are going to get filled. I literally don't. Like, I feel like we've... Ex- Extended all that we can our reach possibly but God provided the three that he did in such a way like manna different days different times through different people that I can literally just go okay God this is not my show it's not my show it's not my thing it's yours that you love us so much that we're doing the show like the show itself isn't like gonna give God glory but it is mm-hmm. because he, God's going to get glory through the lives that it's going to impact and those that are staying and those that are leaving. And so, yeah, I just talked for a really long time. But just to kind of show, like, this is where faith comes in. And I'm, I, I still, I mean, I can cry at the loss of my student right now. I'm praying for his family every day. It's real. Like, it's hit. It hasn't left and I'm going to have to keep on going with the script where, like, today we read some lines because we we're auditioning some students. And 
I heard a line that I knew that my student that passed away had read. And it like it hit because mm-hmm. I could hear his voice in that line. And it was just like, okay, well, we're going to keep on moving, keep on going. Like, okay, Lord. And so I feel like um, as someone who I dearly love told me, a parent runs into the fire unafraid. Elizabeth, go and run into the fire. Do not fear division. Do not fear words that are negative. Do not fear pressure. Do not fear fear. Do not fear the unknown. Go in and make a rescue. Go in. Because I think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God went in the fire with them. Mm -hmm. He's going in the fire with me. And it's not just me. My co-director Donna and I get to see this together. And trust me, in no shape or form am I doing more than her. Oh, she's amazing. We're doing this together. And I see even God bringing in another person just to come alongside. And both of us are feeling these things. Both of us are going through our own things, even outside of our lives that are theater. And it's just, I see his faithfulness. And at the same time, I'm like, Lord, grow my faith because I don't, I don't know what you're going to provide tomorrow. But then when you go back to Exodus 16, the Israelites were complaining. They were so upset about leaving, you know, Egypt. And then all of a sudden God's like, well, I'm going to provide in the morning. I'm going to provide in the evening. Six days, you're going to have this manna. On the seventh, I'm going to stop it. But that sixth day, you get a double portion of that manna and bring it home with you. But don't take too much. And I feel like that's what he's saying. And so I would almost encourage you, if you're going through something really hard and you need to trust God, you need to walk faithfully, read Exodus 16. See how God provided for the Israelites. Because, ah, guys, he goes before us. He goes beside us. He's not done with my story. And I am so not over, completely overcome this. There's mm-hmm. so much more to come. And I'm upset. I know this brain bubbly, but <laughs> like that's where I'm at right now. And I gonna see God move. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you uh, for sharing and just being in a place of vulnerability. So thank you for that. And I just like you explaining that. I've I've seen you walk through this because this has like been a long way coming and so just to see just different things um being exposed and like you just talking about the manna and your story about your mom just telling you that and that that is such a good piece of nugget to cling on to is to get the manna for the day And I think we are so often like, well, I got to get the manna for today and then tomorrow and then the next day because, you know, I just got to. I got to collect it for myself because who knows if it's going to come tomorrow. But that's the thing. The Lord knows it is going to come tomorrow. tomorrow. And I love that we have to be reminded that God is going to give us what we need. Yeah. He, he is. And like in my life, this week has been crazy, but God each day gave me what I needed. Did it always look like I thought? No, but he did. And so it's just, I'm so encouraged just by even just listening to all of that unfold. And, um, 
I'll have to, I'll end with this. It's kind of getting long. But you know what? Sometimes the Lord is good in the long times. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I was like, God, this week's been crazy. I don't know if I can do it. And, you know, he placed this song in my heart. It's called All Things. And there's a line in there. It's like, you are working all things for my good. Yeah. When I cannot see it, God, I still believe it. You're working all things for my good. And I was just like, oh, wow. That like hit me in the face. Like the Lord was like, Victoria, listen. <laughs> like he came yeah. down and like gave me a nice little whack. Because I was like, wow, that is so true. God, I have to choose to believe that you are working all things out. You didn't foresee any of this, but God through it all is working all of it out. Yeah. And so it is so amazing to see. And I hope all of you guys are encouraged and are blessed. God is going to provide for you and look for those manna moments. I love that. That's yeah. quotable. And I I did mention you know, in the very beginning that you had shared about a friend. And I know we didn't get to talk about it. But... Um, I just like that sometimes when we're going through something, mm-hmm. God will reveal that you're not the only one going through it. Yeah. And so, like, you open up with, like, oh, I talked to my about my friend, and she's going through, like, just trusting God and, and faith and how sometimes it's really hard to have faith. And then, yeah, here that hard. you're yeah. dealing with that, and then here I am dealing with it, too. And just going, like, okay, God. So... I'll end off with this, and I feel like we don't have to explain anymore, but, like, the bright and the bubbly is that God has not left us in any struggle, even when we can't see it. We could be in the darkest of darks, and I know that his light is there. Yep. Because he got the victory, and he's going to get the victory, and it's his will be done. And I feel like so often I have expectations of what something's going to be, and then it, it just isn't. Yet he's like, hey, I'm right here with you. And so maybe that wasn't the brightest and bubbliest <laughs> that we've done. But like, I'd say like, even just these moments, like Tori, thanks for being, being vulnerable with me earlier to help me also just share this. And yeah, um, yeah, that's all I got. So I love you. Yes. Go out. <laughs> be blessed. Encourage somebody. Yes. Thanks for listening. They may need it. Yes. <laughs>